Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 102, Possessor. Tazia Voss, an elite corporate assassin, takes control of other people's bodies using brain implant technology to execute high-profile targets. Interface is active and we're at full power. What's your levels this time? You just make sure you pull the trigger on the way out. After initial binding, you'll be locked in, with no loss of control permitted during this performance. We can't afford any mistakes on this one. Ready? Masterpiece. In case people want, want context, we had like a WhatsApp, um, uh, a GIF argument about, about this film. Um, and it's actually uh, on the YouTube stream, we're actually well arranged here because uh, Larry and I really like the film and Kevin Jess really loathe the film. So this is quite a good uh, a battle <laughs> that we have here. <laughs> and we have the Halley ground. <laughs> oh no, and we've lost Larry. Oh no, Larry, oh my God. Larry's quit on us. Oh no. Oh, He's had enough. Two now. <laughs> okay, so Possessor 2020, hour and 43 minutes. Um, let me add him back in again. Hang on. Is he? It's two of them. Is that... oh. oh. There we go. So. Possessor 2020, there he is. I'm in the back. I've got, re got reinforcements from the east. Please don't play any more trailers. It's just a black screen. There we go. You all right? Don't, you know? don't play any more trailers. Okay. I've got lots to play. So it was directed by Branded Cronenberg. Oh, God. Cronenberg. Yeah. No, so much. I just headache. <laughs> What's the matter? Ah, no, please, I can't. <laughs> He's delayed. He's delayed. What's going on, Lawrence? Oh, God. Oh, no, wait. You're normal, Ewan. Yes. You're all normal. <laughs> that's, the first, that's the first time anyone said that to me. <laughs> technical technical issues here. Please issues. don't play another trailer. Oh, my God. Did that destroy right. everything? Have you, have you got internet? What are you on? <laughs> I pray. Okay, I won't play any more. Directed by Brandon Cronenberg, whose dad made some great films. Um, Andrea Rogers. Give me a second. I'll join. I'll join back in. Give me. Yeah. Give me a second. I'll, I'll Let me sort. Right. Kick him out. So, Sean Bean is John Pass. What do yeah. you think on Rotten Tomatoes, guys? One. Okay. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon it's in the seventies. Okay, ninety-four. Oh. So, what do you think the Rotten Tomato audience score was? Oh, they wouldn't. I, I, I don't think the audience would have liked it as much as the critics. Um, maybe. Well, where the audience? <laughs> what the hell? 54. What's gone really loud? Oh, my 
god. Uh, is it Larry? Larry's ruined everything. Oh, <laughs> Larry's not even in. He's not even here. I can see him. He's joined the. There he is. Right. Welcome back, Larry. There he is. <laughs> How long's the delay this time? Hello. Are you there, <laughs> Larry? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's. <laughs> Do you, want to hear my review? Do you want to hear my <laughs> review? Oh, Can't hear all. I can hear so there little. I'm just here for the ride, guys. You go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so this will make an entertaining podcast. I love mm-hmm. it. He's frozen. Are you going to reboot your computer, Larry? Give him five minutes. <laughs> then he'll respond. You want to put some more coal in your broadband? <laughs> right. So I've got no idea what's going on in this film other than she gets him she wants to go in other people's minds to control them to commit murders with them and then to make them commit suicide, but I don't really know why. And I have no interest in finding out why. Well, um, shall I tell you why? Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay. So the plot of this film is basically um, Tasha Voss, who's the main, um, who's the main uh, character. She is essentially a, an assassin, and we're we're basically we're in a sort of near future dystopian world in which um, people are able to essentially transfer their minds into the bodies of other people and this particular is a bit, bit clearer lot now lawrence i'm back can you i think okay no no oh i jinxed it i'll just have to <laughs> i'm just gonna go change Reboot. the system i'm on I think. Look, hang on dan's got a message for you this is great this is great Um, okay so tasha voss is the assassin of this of this like firm that wants that kills people and uh, we're setting a new near future dystopia in which um assassins can essentially transfer their minds into the into the bodies of other people and they the the reason why they do this is so they can cover up their tracks essentially so with the main storyline they make it so that they find a subject or a host um which is uh, close to um or, or at least close to the family of the person they want to murder um so in this case it's the husband of the daughter of a kind of social media or no a, a data mining um tech giant played by Sean Bean um and they want to sort of eliminate him uh because he's the sort of he's the head of this big tech company basically and i think loads of people want to kill him and so they use this very sort of i admit very uh sort of elaborate method um in order to kill him very elaborate yeah um but i i i mean as you probably can tell i, I actually really i really like the film because i think it, it takes it takes it's time to get going i'll admit that i think it yeah. i think yeah. it's sort of it really kicks into action about halfway through however i think the way they build up this character, not only of the of the hit woman or, or hit person or whatever the politically correct term is for an assassin, um, is is that it's not only her that we're looking into. We're also looking at the 
the sort of character of the host as well and we're sort of seeing his life even though we're not technically seeing his life we're seeing his life via this hit this um this hitman this assassin um and it's all about like um to me it's all about like the sort of psychological performances that we all sort of play um in life and in uh oh, Lawrence is back. i'm back he seems to be clear he seems to be clear it seems to be all okay I was. I don't know what it is. My PC must just hate it whenever <laughs> it does any sort of. No, no, nothing. Like we joined and it was fine. I was like, great. When we did it last time, it was fine. But as soon as that trailer started playing, everyone just froze and the music came through going, it's like, <laughs> ow. <laughs> I wonder why you're acting so. You're yeah, acting it... like. The, tra the trailer, the trailer was frozen on that first image where she has the machine on Did her it? head, but right. the music was going. Well. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> play okay for you guys with, with yeah, play play fine yeah. for me. It's yeah. my yeah. PC. It hates. It just hates. I think whenever it's like trying to, I think it can just handle. <laughs> where it's like we all <laughs> talk. Any Brandon Cronenberg film, yeah. he, just, he just can't handle it. <laughs> my, my PC's just like turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where, were we, where, were we, where were we up to? Okay. Um, we up? Well, I just explained the plot, basically. Yeah, uh, right, explaining okay. to me what the hell was going on, basically. I can't believe you two don't like this. <laughs> it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Especially the uncut version. I hope that's the one that everyone... Oh, yeah, no, the yellow one on Shudder, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I think that is the uncut yeah. version. Yeah. Do you mean that? Yeah, I'm guessing you mean the picture. I watched yeah, the Internet Plus version. Yeah. Like it was potato. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Enjoyed it, Jay. Yeah, it's really good. I thought it was really good. I mean, again, I, I've missed, like, obviously, where... You thought the Lighthouse was really give me this good, look. Larry. <laughs> the Lighthouse is really good. It is Sorry, good. he broke up, then. No, 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 he did. Now, now he has. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment. There we go. There we go. He's back. He's back. Oh. <laughs> Entertainment. Yeah. So I've yeah, done one with you. Watch it. So you, you guys. Yeah. I, I just I'm think just it's up there. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's that's very much what Brandon Cronenberg is trying to do. He's trying to sort yeah. of warp your mind essentially into this sort of um, dystopian fantasy, essentially. And I think. Um, he so, he really like picks on like like real world um, sort of technology in some ways. Obviously, it's like you know spe speculative in, in some sense. But you know the, the way he, that they um, uh, the main guy goes to his his job um, as a sort of data harvester, and he puts on this sort of VR headset. Watching porn and that all the time. All it, it wasn't, uh, but, but it wasn't porn. It was it was. Well, it, it was they were looking inside people's cameras or webcams inside their inside their home what? in yeah. order to harvest information from their it's, it's um, houses. Da da data mining. But oh, that's why the mining. that's that's why the oh, assassins okay. that's why the assassins want to take out those people in particular because if they can get hold of that data mining, then they have more control and it makes their assassination, let's just call it a business easier because then you have anybody at the tip of your fingers and you can so it's like uh, a strategic play but it's never they never outright say it which is no. why I like this film is that it's everything's alluded to yeah and well, i like i like that stuff 
What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like yeah. Alexa, in, in a way, yeah. it's sort of um, in the, in much the same way that we have like targeted ads and we see adverts and we we think, hang on, I just I just thought this. I didn't. As a how how, how is there an advert already for it? Yeah. It's, it's because yeah. they 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 track you know what you're viewing. And they put it into an algorithm and they, and they generate that thing. And very often it's what we're thinking about at the time. So I think Braden Brandon Cronenberg is playing on that. Um, I, I, I suppose I would call it an anxiety in some ways because it's like computers know what we're what we're thinking about. And mm. even by extension, these massive corporations know what we're thinking about, you know, pretty much every minute of the day. And I think that's what um, Possessor picks on. It's about um, uh, how people can just sort of control people in in, in that way. And it's, it's filmed in a really interesting way as well in that it's not it's mainly following the characters more than there's, there's very few establishing shots and the only, and the establishing shots that they have like spindle, you know, they sort of spin around, they sort of spin around and it creates this very nauseating um, atmosphere. Uh, and also Cronenberg loves um, uh, probably more than his dad, actually. He really loves those sort of very um, hallucinogenic sequences, um, especially when it comes to sex. So there's the, the sex scene where like, uh tasha tasha voss as um as this guy has sex with the wife and it's kind of sort of warped between uh, him and her with the dick and it's quite it's quite sort of it's a very sort of confusing and interesting um way of capturing that and he, he does a similar thing um i mean his latest film um infinity pool uh, like does that times ten, <laughs> so it's the kind of thing that he's clearly into. I mean, he's, he's definitely well, into dicks. The, I did have dicks. I did have a dick in it, didn't it? Mm. Well, the yeah. the the imagery in this film, I love, I love mm. it so much. Like, I love um, the specific scene where um, I forget the guy's name, but the one that Voss is obviously is is, mm. is kind of manipulating um, when he kind of retakes over. And like it's in, it's all like obviously their consciousness, and he breaks her head, like her face, yeah. and puts on her face, but it's a distorted. Yeah. And it's just little things like that where I'm like, it's such so, such cool imagery, but it also serves the plot because you get a lot of films that just think, I'll have a shot in there that's over the top or crazy, and you think, well, or even or serve e anything, yeah, or even just um, you know, I, I think I think a lot of movies would just explain it, or you know, via the dialogue. In yeah. this, you know, sort of very sort of formulaic way, whereas Grand Brandon Gronenberg knows how to like show it via images, and he knows how to. Show well, it's exactly like, the but it's, it's like the violence as well in the film. Like, there's not, it's not like Quentin Tarantino level where, like, you know, you've got blood spraying everywhere and all that. But the violence is so, like, I guess the word would be visceral. Yeah, and yeah. like, and so very in your face, creepy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everything's so like meticulously done so, that it adds real? to the plot. Yeah, it's, yeah, the, the end's end, real. So he does kind of go back and take his revenge, kind of thing. Well, no, so 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 you're meant to think that it's him, but Voss has regained control of him, and then her boss basically has has basically led her to um, essentially go and kill her family, her own family. Spoil spoilers because she yeah. wants because she wants her boss wants her to be so disconnected with reality mm -hmm. and not have any ties so that she can become like the ultimate assassin so yeah, the only way she can do that yeah. so like because she goes into the sun the boss goes into the yeah. sun and essentially then tries to stab her and then she ends up shooting the sun 
but it's her internally shooting the boss. So it's she's severed now all ties to humanity and she now can become this dissociated psychopathic assassin that has no connection to mm. whatsoever, which is why she has, because I think it's very well done that at the beginning of the film, she has a psychoanalysis test and she's holding on to the butterfly in the case, which is like her family. Yeah. Uh, that's symbolic of like, oh, she still has those ties. So she can't, because she can never finish the job. Like, you know, they say whenever you've inhabited somebody, you, you know, put them out by shooting yourself. And she very rarely and, and struggles to do that. So then it's it's kind of like a ploy in which to dissociate herself with the family uh, mm. so that she can just become an assassin because she's like renowned as like one of the best, but like she's slowly slipping. So it's basically like a whole test, really. But yeah, like yeah. not the whole film as in like it's all set up to be that, but especially towards the, the third act, it makes you think, oh, the guy is back in himself and he's just getting revenge. But it's actually Voss completely controlling the whole situation, which is a nice little twist, I thought. I also quite like about this film, you know, I mean, mainly um, I, this was the first he hasn't he hasn't made many films. He's made only three films so far, but this was the first this first film that I saw of his. I think he did a film called Antiviral a few years ago, which I haven't seen. I think but I've was, seen that. Hmm. I think I've seen um, one. But it was interesting watching Possessive because obviously inevitably I'm sort of comparing it to his to his father, to David Cronenberg. Yeah. And I actually think, especially after seeing Infinity Pool, I think on a, 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 there are many aspects of Brandon Cronenberg that I actually prefer to, to David Cronenberg. Chiefly, I think that Brandon actually gives a shit about his characters um and that's not meant as a diss towards david cronenberg in that i think david cronenberg is quite he he intentionally creates like an alienating atmosphere and a lot of his characters talk in very monotone syllables you know and it's sort of it's meant to it's meant to create this sort of you know otherworldly or sort of in inhuman atmosphere especially in like things like crash and whatever but with Brandon, he's far more human, I think, despite all the darkness. I think mm. he's and he, he's he's be, he's better at crafting characters. I think um, I got that from. Um, I haven't seen it, obviously, but I know you have. But I kind of got that from the Infinity Pool trailer because, as you said, David Cronenberg's very like it's very it has the art very heavy artistic style, but it's very much that these characters are just in place to serve mm. the plot. Whereas I think. As you said, I haven't seen it and I really do want to, but even from watching the Infinity Pool trailer, you get the sense that these are characters going through a yeah. sort of fucked up story or like mm. a, a artistic sort of like heavily strung story, which I, I quite yeah. like as um, a difference because the last David, was it, it was David Cronenberg who did, um, oh, what was the big one? Crimes the of the one yeah, Crimes of the Future. Yeah. And as much as I thought that was a fantastic film, mm. it was really good. I will agree that the characters in that, I was a bit like, the, they're just there. They're there to serve the yeah. plot. And and the world, I think. I, I think David Cronenberg is great at creating his own worlds. And it's really interesting, like going into them and, um, you know, going through like, you know, the darknesses of his mind and stuff. But it's also, I, I feel like, I'm I'm more interested in what the characters are doing and what you know all that stuff. Whereas I think Cronenberg's mm. interested in not only the world but the politics as well. I think he's more interested in that um, as well as you know creating a, a sort of a, a visually striking atmosphere. Um, mm. Which you know is all good. I mean I really like David Cronenberg, but I, th I think Brandon Cronenberg is is a is a, to me I, I find his his films so far more absorbing. I think than David's. 
Well, it's always okay. and it's always it's always good. Sorry, really quick. It's, it's always good though mm. as well when you have like a father son dynamic where you can appreciate both their work, but mm. they'll do it differently. Unlike yeah. um, unlike um, John Landis and his, <laughs> his son, where you have one where you're like, "Wow, amazing," and then you have another, and you go, "Wow." The fuck! <laughs> I can't say I've seen much of Max Landis's. But I saw um, uh, uh, Bright. Did you did you no, see his? See did you see I... his amazingly written Bright that he no, called apparently, his next uh, Lord of the Rings. No, apparently, you know, uh, as I heard, it's, it's pretty awful. But I, but I did see um, oh. Dirk Gently, Smith one. And I thought that, that was good. Yeah, that, yeah, right. yeah, crap. Yeah, I mean, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I mean, it got cancelled after two seasons, so it probably didn't make much of a mark. But I, but I, I quite enjoyed that. But yeah, you're right. I. From what I've heard of Bright and from what I've seen, I mean, there were loads of like Twitter posts about like um, yeah. how much Max Landis was paid for to write the screenplay. And they posted a page of the screenplay and I, I read it. I was like, oh, God, wasn't there something about like Cunnilingus or something that was just yeah. like, so weird? <laughs> yeah, he's I don't know. It just it's confused. I think he got I think I think he got me too like a few years ago as well. So I don't think he's a very, yeah. a very nice character. <laughs> I, was about to say, I like that film. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Was that? Yeah, I thought that was meant to be a second one. Oh God, I no! Please. I, I think that I think <laughs> there was, but I think no one liked Bright, <laughs> so I think that's why they didn't make another one, or it just like busted Netflix's well, budget. Well, but but as well though, like when it came out, and you know, I think when it first came out. Obviously, it was device. Like you had people who really did like it. You had people who didn't like it. But I think Max Landis didn't really help himself because obviously, I think he went and did loads of interviews where he basically sort of like not. I don't want to say slated, but I remember seeing one where he sorry, not Lord of the Rings. He he was he went on. He was like, "Bright is my next Star Wars. Star, yeah, it's like yeah. my Star Wars." And I think a lot of people responded to that. Like, is it? Yeah, he just shat on loads of people, didn't he, or, or something like yeah. that. He just, he's, yeah, he's he's a strange one. He's he's one of these like, I feel like he's like, you know, one of those sort of, I mean, typically white men who are in the in, in that industry. Like, I'm going to be contrarian and say like, you know, something that's really like contrary and stuff like that, even though it just makes him look like a bit like an asshole, you know. <laughs> so Max, if you're ever free, come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bright 2 was uh, halted because of Will Smith's actions at the Oscars. Oh, really? <laughs> ah, it took that long. It's still taking Ooh. that long. But did Bright come out in like, 2017? Yeah. Uh, oh, or a little bit later, right? Wasn't it like 29? I know, 2017. No. Oh, no, okay. Jesus yeah. Christ, was it that long ago? Yeah, because yeah, wasn't it like a, just a year or two after, because it was David Ayer who directed it, and didn't he did just do Fury? Um, that's a good film. Like, yeah, I, I like, I like Fury. Yeah. David David Ayer though for me gets like because he did Training Day as well, didn't he? I can't remember. I Maybe, believe yeah. he directed Training Day, and I I really like Training Day. It, um, obviously for many different like Denzel Washington and and um, I forget his name, but the uh, the mate who was in Sinister, um, the oh, main character. Um, oh, what, what's his face? He, Maya Hawke's dad. Ethan Hawke, better known as yeah. No, my brain, my brain was like, oh, Uma Thurman. It's not Uma Thurman. It's like it's Maya Hawke. But yeah, no. But like David Ayer, I think just because of obviously all the Suicide Squad stuff that happened, and he's still to this day being like, 
to this day he's still like let me release my cut like like Zack snyder did and don't get me wrong i'd be interested to watch it but i just don't think anyone gives a shit anymore sadly so yeah probably not well what, what did i <laughs> Sorry, did i fade <laughs> no, yeah. no 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 not you not you if you look at the comments lawrence or one of dan's latest comment Oh wow! Yes, yes. So Dan said, "I once hallucinated <laughs> Ewan starring against a monkey hand puppet or something, or was that a real movie?" Also confusing. Um, yeah, referring to a, a classic, a classic in uh, in film history um, of me starring alongside Douglas. I assume. I assume that's what he's referring to. Douglas the being the the uh, yeah. humorous, uh, politically incorrect orangutan <laughs> that. Uh, Crazy by Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad people are people out there are watching. You 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 know you're being watched in Sweden now. Mm. You know? I'm just I'm just waiting <laughs> waiting for that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Oh. I really like them. What a series. It, they I are, want they more. Are, I need more are... in my life. Oh no, de- well, like I said, that there, there, there is there is more. I will say though, just to, oh, yeah. they are for entertainment. <laughs> so Jess, before we move on from yeah. this horse shit, uh-huh. um, can you let us know what you thought about it and what, what um, you didn't like, what you did yeah, like? Yeah, so, so basically, Possessor, right? Uh, yeah. One hour and 37 minutes of my life, I ain't getting back. So, yeah. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> oh, where does it rank uh, against uh, Swamp Ape for you, Jess? Oh, it's down there. <laughs> but which really, if you were I stuck, if you it. had to watch one, right? There's only these two What's films. What's more entertaining, Jess? One in history. Like... One's going to be. <laughs> What's one's more entertaining? Bad. What's more entertaining? Swan Pipe is more entertaining. And. Good lord. The penis is more entertaining than Swan Pipe <laughs> as well. Good lord. I just. Oh, I don't like gore. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, if you don't like gore, this film's not really. Popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm yeah. only just seeing all these comments now. I saw <laughs> I've just seen the one that says needs to reboot something. I did, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to play a trailer in a minute. So good luck. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right, so we rate this film. Trailers. So we rate this film. Um, yeah. I'm I'm going to give it three. Um, Generous. Yeah, I'm gonna give it three. Wait, hold on. I want to know what you think. Swamp Pape, Jess. If it's higher than Swamp Pape, I don't know what's happening. Did I give Swamp Pape? Was it a one? Swamp Swamp Pape. I think you gave it a two, didn't you? Oh, I was about to give this one a two. (laughs) Two. (laughs) Give it a three. (laughs) I'm giving it a three because it's on Shadow. Um, Hmm. it's the only reason. Um, Ewan. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. An eight, um, nice. nice. Because I, I, I think this is a really sort of fascinating film, and I think it's it really plays with your mind, and I think Cronenberg's really good at doing that. He, he does that even even better in Infinity Pool, I think. But with this, I mean, there are, there are a few issues with this film. I, I think it takes a bit of time to get going. Um, I think that's mainly to, to serve the character and the world in which it's done, so I think that's, that, that's a valid reason, but it, it, I suppose it does take its time. Um, but other than that, I think... It just it just swings in heavy. It it doesn't give a shit about anyone. If you know what I mean, it just does what it wants to do, and I I kind of admire that um, always in a director. Um, 
and uh, and sort of mo- it looks like a, a modest budget as well. And I, th- I think they did quite well with what with the budget they clearly they clearly had. Um, so yeah, it's a eight from me. Eight, nice. I, I'd have to agree. To be fair, to me, it fits in with how I feel about like I think I obviously I I prefer obviously upgrade but it fits in that same i know you were gonna laugh as soon as i said that um, <laughs> I, on I, I, I i put it in that same sort of realm of that film like i i love the sci-fi elements i love like the includence of the violence but it's not just violence for the sake of it like it fits the plot but i also yeah. like how the stories round up um you know you can get stories where they just do end and as much as i do like an ending where it's like oh what happened you've got to think about it and have your own sort of thoughts and that but i do like the films where they give you this heavy plot i like you and said they, it doesn't give a shit like it's just they're like right we're going we're going this is happening now we're going and by the end of it i think it kind of rounds itself up very nicely so i would agree i'd give it an eight as well okay well i'm, I'm glad i watched this um i just pity i didn't understand it and i think I might have had like three attempts at it instead of watching it in one hit. So that's probably not helped. Um, but it's a bit too clever for me, in all honesty, mate. Give me Winnie the Pooh any day. Um, <laughs> or the cinema experience I had the other day with 65, which I'm going to talk about a bit later. I was saying the dinosaur Adam Driver movie. Yes. We'll talk all about it later. Anyway, should we move on to Dan's hot pick? Oh, the eyebrows, Lawrence, is great. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dan's hot pick this week was Piggy. An overweight teen is bullied by a clique of cool girls poolside while holidaying in her village. The long walk home will change the rest of her life. Okay, so, basic, I can't, I'd love to play the trailer, but I think it's going to kill you off. <laughs> so, so, it's all there ready to go. So, there is a funny. girl, she's quite large, I would say. Um, so, she's a bit bullied, and her, her mum says she needs to lose weight and things. It's in Spanish, by the way. Um, so the subtitle, so I had to do some reading. So I had to concentrate and watch all this. I bought it as well, actually. It was uh, going cheap on uh, iTunes. So she goes swimming. So she's quite a large girl in a bikini. Um, and then three girls steal her clothes. So she has to kind of walk home on her own um, in her bikini. And she's quite a very large girl. Um, and then she gets harassed by some lads. Um, she gets away from them. And then she sees a van pulled up in, in, in the side of the road. And within that van, uh, the three girls who were bullying her earlier all tied up. Um, been kidnapped. So she chooses to ignore them and goes home. And later on, she meets with the kidnapper who takes a liking to her and brings her back to his place. And it's... I'm not going to give too much more away, but it's... Very entertaining. Shit goes oh. down. <laughs> Shit goes down. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see what Dan says because I, I know. Uh, yeah, so Dan found a dub one. Very stranded experience. Um, great movie. Green. 
dirty. Um, yeah, the faces that he, she he hangs them up on hooks as well, and he's he's gonna kill them, and and she does very little to help them. Um, mm. But it's 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 a normal Dan pick, you know. You, you're gonna get something, yeah, quite gritty, like "Be My Cat," which I know you guys haven't seen yet, have you? Um, Be my cat was that? Be my cat is that fella you don't like the picture of that I saw? Oh yeah. Remember. Yeah, um, put me off watching the film. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I think it was ninety-two percent rotten, which is which is which is good. Highly recommend. Came, which came which out I, recently, didn't it? Came yeah, out it was 20, 2022. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just it was good. Exactly. I've got quite a few of these films I bought on iTunes because because of, of Dan. Um, but yeah, all definitely. Worth a watch. Thankfully, any of them have been very, you know, not very good. Um, so, shall we move on to what we watched this week? Everyone ready for that? Yeah. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? Um, oh, we're also not sponsored. You're very loud. Go on. We're not sponsored was... by Prime. Yeah, I was going to ask: Are we are we sponsored, or are we just giving? Yeah, time? yeah, I was going to um, say we are. We have to be honest. I was chatting to KSI, and he asked me to. I've got ten. You and he's got. Oh, do you look so good? He's got Prime bottles. Yeah, KSI watches. Oh right. Oh yeah. He sent us some primes. I haven't received mine yet, Kev. Yeah, I've got them here, but the kids will probably drink them because they want to sell them for a tenner each. Oh, yeah, don't get, me, don't got, get me started. I hear that all the time. So yeah, we are sponsored by Prime this week, but um, and yeah, uh, it looks nice. Doesn't taste. Like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kesso. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, no, Kev, read the script. Remember, it's oh, yeah. it tastes <laughs> lovely. Tastes beautiful, guys. Sidemen, we will do a collab. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Prime. Um, so what did I watch? It? I can't. I still can't play trailers, can I? I, I give it a go. Oh we we haven't way. had a podcast for a month, have we? So I've I can't kind of it's been that long. I, the, the, I was going to play one trailer because I watched Argento's Dracula. I don't know if you've ever, ever seen that. No. It, when was that made? Was that seventy? Uh, no. Um, more recent that I think I should have done my homework yeah. on that one. Um, was it? yeah, 2012. Um, oh. it's got some really, it's, I think it's Dracula 3D actually. I didn't watch the 3D one. Um, yeah, it was good. It, it kind of similar in some ways to the original story, but not. Um, it's got naked women in it, as he's got his daughter naked in it, as usual. Um, Great dad, <laughs> yeah, weird, isn't it? Um, am I, am I thinking of the right one, Kev? Where it's the I don't know if you've seen The Hobbit. Have you seen The Hobbit? Hobbits, yeah, is it the actor from that who's in the small town who shoots the dragon? <laughs> There's no dragons in this Dracula film, no, no, you're, you're thinking of Abraham Lincoln. Fanta. No, 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 I'm no. not. No, I'm not. No, you're not. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of the I'm, don't is it Luke Evans. Name. You're thinking of Luke this Evans. one's got Brooke Howard in it. I know I've seen the 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 one that you're talking about, but I get these two. I'm getting these two confused because you said 2012. So I was like, wait, hold yeah, on, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. the one? 
Where like he's in like all it's a famous actor who's in like red armor, and it was very Americanized. I guess you could uh, say. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, I, I kind of what you're on about. Yeah, that's my brain keeps going. Is that that the one we're talking about? But then I'm like, that doesn't seem like our. our but the bats. Like, and the... Yeah, with the bats. Yeah. <laughs> the bats. It's a Dracula film with the bats. <laughs> with the bats. Oh yeah, that one. That one. Yeah. There's some <laughs> weird things. They're trying to owls. I think in this one. Right? Mm. It's, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's so much less threatening. Oh, what was the rotten? Rotten tomorrow had a really good rating of 14. Fourteen. Um, fourteen. Yeah, I'm not going to play the trailer because I've got some kind of unedited trailer that's got boobs in and stuff, and we'd probably get blocked for it. So I, I won't play that. But it was a lot of fun. I'd recommend it. Um, if you like Dracula films, then you're going to be entertained. And special effects are horrendous, so it, it's it's a bit of fun. Um, yep. Ewan, Ewan, really cool. sorry, really quickly, Ewan, when you leaned forward and you went, ooh, yeah. did you go who as like an owl or would yeah. you just go, ooh, oh, okay, thank Isn't God. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, please, you can't <laughs> miss that opportunity. No, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be pretty weird if I said, ooh. No, I thought, no, but that's what I thought at first. And I was like, no, he could have gone, who? Yeah, 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 I heard it, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I watched was 65, and I went to the cinema with the kids to see that. I think that was a 12. Um, so after a catastrophic crash on an unknown planet, Pilot Mills, played by Adam Driver, quickly discovers he's actually stranded on Earth 65 oh. million years ago. No one's done that plot before. <laughs> so spoilers, 60, spoilers. So 65 million years ago, something happened on the planet Earth that destroyed all the dinosaurs. Spoiler alert. Um, so basically... <laughs> He he lands. He he is transporting people in um, cryogenics. Is it? But anyway, they're frozen on this spaceship. He's tra transporting them from for two years. He's leaving his daughter, who's dying of like cancer or something along those lines, and he's trying to pay for a treatment. Um, so that's the reason he takes up that role. Um, and then they hit an asteroid because obviously sixty-five million years ago there was a few asteroids up there. Um, <laughs> Near Earth, it's not um, <laughs> near Earth. So he 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 lands. So he gets hit and he crashes on the planet Earth. All the people in, in the cryo chambers and that are all. Fucked. Um. So they, he lands. Ship split in two. The bit he wants to go to is twelve kilometers away or something like that. Um. He does find one cryo unit that's got a young girl in it that is alive. So the story is that those two. Traveling 12 kilometers, um, and a lot of dinosaurs and stuff like that, big creatures, and that is basically the plot. Um, so you get to see a few dinosaurs, and, and, and there's this Adam Driver being Adam Driver, so um, yeah, I had fun with it. I wouldn't say it was amazing, but for a cinema experience, I really enjoyed it, and I would say probably one of them films I would never watch again. Um, <laughs> well, didn't didn't they say as well that they had two scripts written for this, and one of them was to include Tom Cruise as the main, and one of them was written for Adam Driver. And at the very last minute, they were like, "Nah, we're not we're not going to go with Tom Cruise. We're going to go with Adam Driver." Oh yeah, uh, we're not. We we decide we've made the decision yeah. not to go with Tom Cruise. Oh, actually, <laughs> what, watch the watch the interview. Genuinely, like they talk the two the two that wrote it. They're like talking about. It. They're like, yeah, we had one that was with Tom Cruise. We had one that was Adam Driver, and then at the last second, we just thought 
Adam Driver. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure that's how I it went? I like Adam Driver over Tom Cruise. I thought he was very good, actually. He was quite... I like Adam Driver. I just don't there, think yeah. that that's how that went down. I Tom think the Cruise studio probably went, it. we can't get him. No. Mm. Um, it was okay. It was it was good. I'd, I'd probably give it six or seven, to be honest. W- wouldn't watch it again, but it was fun in the cinema. I didn't know what was coming next. The dinosaurs looked great. Got no problem with any of that. Um yeah, it was good. So I'm surprised you haven't seen it, Ewan. I didn't want to see it, to be honest. <laughs> I, oh. it was, I, I think I've been... I, well, I, it's just... Uh, from the pitch, from the poster, it's just like... I, I, I'm not sure if I really like Adam Driver in mainstream stuff anymore. I, I prefer his more indie sort of roles. Um, I can't. I suppose I kind of liked him in Star Wars, but I, I the, the new the Star Wars sequels became shit to me after the third one so it was mm-hmm. kind of uh it, it, it kind of let, left a bad taste i guess but uh, yeah it, it didn't really appeal to me and since i found out they were about like dinosaurs in it i'm just like i'm, I'm just dinosaured out well, after was... dominion i was just like oh, yeah <laughs> but that was also better than that film well that was also like a big put off for me because if i feel like the marketing for the film if they had been like more hold back and be like, call it 65, and you're like, what? And it's Adam Driver, like, searching this planet, because it's obviously by the guys who wrote The Qu- A Quiet Place. So yeah. you would get intrigued by that, but instead in the trailer, they just, like, <laughs> shove it all to you, like, oh, yeah, 65 million years what? ago, there's dinosaurs, and uh, Also, 65, 65 is, a, is a shit title. Yeah, no, it's, just... it's terrible. <laughs> but what I know, though, because obviously they're not from Earth. Adam Driver wasn't from Earth. Um, so they were from another planet that has human beings on. Um, I presume it, I, I presume it's one of those storylines where it's like they colonized other planets and yeah, they, they, they must have there. colonized Earth at some point. But um, yeah, there was no humans on the Earth; it was just dinosaurs and stuff. Um, yeah, but then it makes you wonder why now there isn't these <laughs> in rocket, what? you know, in ships. It was sixty-five million years ago. There was. People visiting Earth who look like human beings, but where are they now? We don't have that technology anymore. <laughs> so I'm, a bit, I'm a bit confused by the whole thing. Man. Hold on, does it? Is it not that? Is it not that he was on Earth and then he, like went back he in got time? Off Earth. No, there's no time travel. Okay, there's so no he just he's, right. He's, he he he's not from Earth. He's from another <laughs> planet, right? So you're you're saying that because he, yeah, I get what you're. Oh, I'm like, confused because by that. He, he lands on Earth. <laughs> And gets back off Earth. <laughs> right, no spoiler alert. Right. Well, it was 65 million years ago. <laughs> oh my god. You can see what I'm saying. I'm not that stupid, am I? Come on. <laughs> but I see why I laughed at your question no though. Yeah. The apes. There's no planet no. of the apes or anything like that where it's they get caught in some kind of black hole and end mm. up coming out. 65 million years later, um, or going back in time. No. Um, yeah, I just didn't quite it understand sounds like that. It sounds like a flaw. It sounds like a flaw. There's a bit of a plot hole. That's, that's what I thought you were explaining when you were like, oh, he leaves Earth to save, like, to save it, and then he ends up going no. backwards 65 million years. No. But it, he's just come from a different planet. Yeah, he's just come from a different planet. He's a human being. He's got all the high, you know, 
I'd say the reason why uh, I laugh. Tech. The re- reason why I laugh is because uh, you made it sound like you're wondering why it's not happening in reality. So <laughs> yeah, I am wondering. Yeah. Why, guys, why don't we have dinosaurs now? <laughs> well, that's... But suppose that 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 version of the human race must have died out somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, it's confusing me now. I don't want to talk about it. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, you're out there to confuse me. <laughs> right, the last thing. I got a couple. I want to talk about Winnie the Pooh, but I'm, I'm not going to because I'm going to watch it for the third time for our next episode. Um, I, I watched, watched Fright. Once You're going to watch it again, please, Larry. It's good. You need to because there's, there's a lot more to get from no, the film please. on the second watch. On the second watch, there's a lot more to get from it. So, uh, uh, yeah, no. The I second watch film... is going to change everything. <laughs> so I watched a film called Fright Night from 85, something like that, about great film. a vampire that moves in next door to uh, Charlie, whatever his name is. So, so, you know, so nobody believes teenager Charlie Brewster when he discovers that his suave new neighbour, Cherry Dandridge, is a vampire. Um that's a great film, and I hadn't seen that for 10, 15 years. And I'd seen the remake, actually, in the last few years, but this film's great. It's, it's very funny. It's quite gory. Um, the Vampire... I can't remember the other films he had been in. He's, he's, he's definitely... Yeah, he's in... in um, he's definitely uh, been in a lot of stuff. Was he in... Um, in... The mouth of in the mouth of madness that was done by yeah um, I watched Steven. that recently as well yeah yeah he I swear he's um the famous novelist is that am I right in thinking that I've got this the right actor yeah did this um I don't know maybe not it looks similar though uh, I'm just trying to think of the other stuff he's he's done um that he's famous for um it comes to me in a bit but at least he's done some voice work and things um. Anyway, I'd have to look that up. So no, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, and I think my middle son, who's 14, going on 15, he watched it. He loved it. So, yeah, a film from 1985 you can enjoy with your kids. How good's that? You should watch that, Jess. I think you'd like it. Fright Night. No? Maybe. I think you would like that. Okay. It is actually a very good film. It's, yeah, it's definitely worth, definitely worth watching. So... So Dan's put on there. He's watched Be My Cat, a film for Anne three times. Life will never be the same again. Um, Yeah, he was selling out off the knife recently. I noticed on Twitter there was, there was one of the props he was selling off. So I would have loved to have had it, but signed. But I didn't bid in the end. So yeah, Be My Cat. You need to see it, guys. One of the oldest films you ever see. Um. <laughs> But that was about it for me. We've just watched Possessor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be, be, be my cat's an odd one. So what have you been watching this week, Jess? Um, well, I was going to say I watched like this really bad film, but then I watched Possessor. Uh, actually, I don't think it's that bad anymore. Um, so I watched a film called The Unholy, which oh, stars Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And he is the only good thing about the whole film. It's <laughs> awful. The effects are awful. Yeah. Uh, don't watch it. 
don't. So there you go. It's really bad. Uh, and then I watched Scream 2, 3, 4, and 5. Oh, nice. Uh, I liked all of them. They're Did really you like 3? Yeah, I found them all really entertaining. And... Oh, I didn't like 3. Yeah, I think I they're, all ent uh, they're all entertaining, but 3 is my least favourite because it's more like comedic, like yeah. way more mm -hmm. so than the others. I mean, I kind of watched them all in a row, so they've all just merged in my brain a bit. Mm. But... Yeah, Good way to I do it. Like I, I really I'm want to go see anyone. Yeah, yeah six it. is good. I, I wasn't a big fan of five, but six is really good. But oh, Sydney's not in it because there was a no. problem with pay, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. She, she was salary. Yeah. They'll yeah. they'll sort they'll sort that out though, I imagine, because it's screen the screen franchise. But I guess in one way, obviously people are really enjoying it, aren't they? So it shows that she yeah. doesn't need to be in the franchise anymore. Yeah. It was also quite nice. I mean, you know, I, I really like uh, new Campbell, and I think she's great, but I, I quite like the fact that they're going after the newbies, even though mm. actually, I mean, General Ortega in the new one and the old one is probably the it is one of the best things about those films. Mm. Um, and it really annoys me that they focus on the far less interesting, um, uh, I can't remember her name now, but her sister basically, mm. um, who's just so boring well, i think i'd love i'd love i'd love to have the conversation but i can't because obviously i don't you don't want to spoil it but there's yeah. a conversation to be had about that i'd have to i'll have to just send you a message because i because i you know they're gonna make the next screen but i think yeah. that they'll do something quite interesting with that but obviously just focus on general Ortega. that's all i ask i mean stream six she 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 becomes much more prominent i think but um, but it's not enough. <laughs> she needs to be mm. up front and center. I think. I'm just so glad that these films have been quite consistent, mm. like with their stories as well. That's mm. what makes it well, so good. I I was really worried with the the is it it is six isn't it? Because I yeah, was really worried. Fun. Yeah yeah yeah. Because when I watched it, I was a bit worried where they had changed the setting. I was a bit mm. like, oh god, mm. this is going to be hit or miss. But surprisingly, I was like, no, it really works. Like mm. actually, in a way where it elevates the plot a lot more. So. Mm. Um, so yeah, I agree. You should go see it. It's very good. So yeah, that was it for me. Yeah, me. Say it. my name. Um, yeah, so I might as well talk about Infinity Pool while we're here. Um, okay. I gave it five stars for Culture Whisper. I, I I I saw it at the Genesis Cinema in East London. Very nice cinema. Um, and I saw it with there was a Q and A afterwards with the practical effects guy um, Dan Martin. Um, I mean, if you were sort of baffled by the the dick in um, in Possessor, so many more dicks in uh, in in this film. And he and Dan Martin talked about how he crafted all the uh, all the prosthetic dicks while he was while he was talking to the to the guys. So it's really it's really it was re it's really fun to watch. I, I I actually preferred this to Possessor. I mean, clearly because the ratings are you know. Um, but it was uh, I, I I found he was leaning into sort of more David Lynch than. David Cronenberg, I guess. It's Brandon Cronenberg, uh, obviously. Um, and it's very nightmarish. So it's about Alexander Skarsgård stars as this sort of... Um, uh, he, as a writer, he wrote his first novel seven years previous and he wants to write another one, but he doesn't know Which how to be inspired. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric, Eric Northman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both, yeah. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and he 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 gets put in this resort at the, in this really poor country, which is um, sort of uh, sort of fictionalized. And um, 
he's sort of in the resort and he meets loads of friends one of whom is played by mia goth who is just the the great rising star of horror cinema at the moment i just saw him in pearl a few weeks ago um i might for that be delivered shouldn't be long yeah but pearl was a great film as well but i think that's even better with mia goth just um she's a she plays a character who's a fan of um alexander skarsgård's novel and um takes him with a with a group outside of the resort's sort of um uh chain link fences and goes around the island and then um alexander skarsgård actually um accidentally runs someone over and kills them and then they get imprisoned by the state and they endure a let's just say it's a very strange execution process or, or punishment process i won't reveal more than that but it goes into a weird spiral um of just manic horror um and i think i i, I really like this film because it's such a it's it's a it's very much like a dream movie it's like it's like it's like experiencing a nightmare where you're just not entirely certain of what's going on and um but with its own sort of dream logic to it i i, I think it, it it kind of makes sense and it's funny because i think cronenberg often gets into your own mind like you often there's this one point where you think the plot is going like in, in one way and and then, and then one of the characters go, "Oh, you think we we're going to do that? Well, we're not actually going to do that." And it's like Cronenberg actually re- figured out what was in my mind, and he managed to like craft that really well. I actually thought that would be a because I could predict it that um, that it would be like a, a mediocre film because of that. But he managed to identify it and say, "Oh no, actually, it's actually going in a completely different direction." Um, I think, yeah, the standout more than Skarsgård, who's great. I think Mia Goth is just just mm. such a talent, and she goes fucking crazy in this film she's um, really good more. and she's really good in a lot of stuff she's been in recently yeah i mean she was good enough in pearl i mean i watched pearl and i thought uh, a couple of weeks ago and i thought that was a really great film um but in this she's even more off the handle which and she's not even she's not even the main character of this film and yet she is the most memorable performance and she just goes fucking mad and it's terrifying i, I actually think this is another sort of a thing that puts it above Possessor is that it's genuinely scary, I thought, at least. Um, Possessor is kind of like, um, you know, I suppose scary shit happens, but it's like it's, it's more like the graphic and it's more like making you disturbed and stuff. And Infinity Pool does d- does disturb you, but it also it kind of freaks you out at the same time. And it sort of it really lingered like a dark cloud after I'd sort of left. Um, so, yeah, that was a really good. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go at 10 bonus as well. Yeah. Um, Ooh, throwing really bonus good. about. Yeah, I know. You, I, I you watch, you watch. Kev will watch it, come back and be like, it was oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, he'll say it was shit. If he thought Possessor was shit. There was far, yeah. too many, far too many cocks for me. I draw the line at three. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Succession. Succession started, uh, started up again. Um, sort of... Uh, Sort of sort of corporation, a family corporation series. Uh, it's in its fourth season at the moment. Uh, it's fourth and final season. It's really really good. I, I do recommend for people who haven't seen it to to get on immediately because I think it's um, genuinely one of the best series that I've seen uh, over the last few years. And it's just it, it's it's written by Jesse Armstrong, who is a British screenwriter who did uh, episodes of Peep Show and uh, Thick of It, all those all those sort of British comedies. And he sort of implants that 
comedy and comedy dialogue into sort of an American drama setting. And I think that's really interesting to watch because the dialogue is so funny and so sort of the insults are just so brilliant. And I watched the second episode, which comes out tomorrow, I think. And I, I genuinely think that's one of the best. It's, it's definitely the best episode of Succession I've seen, but it might, it might be one of my favorite episodes of TV as well. So I think it's, it's really worth watching. Um, what else was there? Uh... There's also a series called Rain Dogs on BBC One, uh, which is stars Daisy May Cooper, who I think most people, at least in this country, will recognise from um, this country. She plays um, uh, the, the 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 woman Kerry. She plays is it Kerry? Kerry yeah. yeah, Kerry's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that that was sort of her breakthrough role, and she's getting more more and more stuff nowadays. Um, but here she plays quite a series. Well, well, it's com- it's a comedy drama, Rain Dogs, but she plays um, like a sex worker and single mother in the sort of seedy areas of london and uh, the first episode at least is her trying to sort of make money enough so that she can pay the bailiffs off it's a very sort of um gritty in in that way but she's brilliant i mean daisy may cooper i mean she's very funny daisy may cooper but you uh, i don't think she gets praise enough for a dramatic acting and there was there, there was some of that in in this country there was some sort of poignant moments in this country which she's underrated for but in this she really sort of um delivers that comes out on tuesday i think it's an HBO series, so Americans would have already would have already seen it. But it's um, uh, no, it was it was um, it, it's it's a really really good series, yeah. Um, and that's that's about it. Cool, Larry. So, awesome. what have you been watching? Uh, I'm glad you read it. So, what I've been watching. <laughs> this is a really elevator music, but all right. <laughs> Um, what... <laughs> hey, I, I don't get many options with this. Oh, yeah, no, there we are. We'll groove with this. So, <laughs> what have I been watching? Well, I first watched I Saw the Devil. It was a great oh, yeah. one. That's the really Korean vibrant. one, isn't it? I like that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It was great fantastic i've seen it quite a few times uh me and dad uh we started with old boy um and then we watched i saw the devil and then uh i was able to go recently to the bfi and i picked up parasite uh on the steelbook along with climax and alongside that these these are great options yeah 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 is that a dancing one that yeah. is. This is the the, the punch. Well, that was a dance hot pick, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. For it. yeah. A great film. Dan's Dan's concerned, I think. Um, <laughs> Just come along with us, Dan. Just come along with us on this journey. <laughs> we're on a journey, Dan. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're in therapy then, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I need it. All right. I want you to meet my colleague, oh, yeah. Dr. Hamilton. Great. And I would like you to get the fuck out. Get out of my room! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> right, anyway, so then, um, yeah, so we've been watching them, and the, the next one's going to be Parasite. Um, my personal favourite out of all of them is I Saw the Devil, uh, but that is because I just love the story in it, and I think That's that a, 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 the story, I think, because when we were watching it, actually, my, my dad had turned to me and said, how long's left of the film? I was like, there's another hour, and he was like, how? Surely this guy can. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it's like, surely this could round up. Yeah, is that the one? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's fantastic and he was like surely this could be rounded up and i was like yeah but just just watch because just wait <laughs> this goes <laughs> on just a great way <laughs> um you frozen, Larry? oh oh i wondered as soon as i i always can back, tell you're back, you're back. oh you're i'm back, back. i can i can always yeah. tell when everyone's faces in this thing go Oh wow! <laughs> it's like that. Um, like that. Yeah. Um, then recently with uh, Rhea, because she hadn't seen it, we watched the Zack Snyder Justice League, which oh, we sat down for God. the four hours. I like that. But, I've seen the four-hour version. To be fair, I like the four-hour one. I, I actually, I will happily say, like, I'm not a fan of the Zack Snyder, what like what he did with DC, but I actually really do like the Justice League film. Um, I actually think it's 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 a shame because you have Grog and then you have a little bit of a shimmering hope where you're like, oh, you could continue it from here and just stay course correct it a bit. But then now, obviously, with James Gunn coming over, um, I think that that's going to change heavily now, um, like especially with Henry Cavill being rehired, then also fired for Superman, which is a bit of a shame. Um, ben Affleck's not is is Ben Affleck playing Batman anymore? He's playing it once more in the Flash film, which I think is oh, going yeah, to be the Flash the... film. Oh god, yeah. the Flash film. Yeah. I mean that's that's going to be controversial enough. Michael Keaton's in that like as well. He, he is. He is. He. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's. I think anyone can kind of guess where it's going to go with Batman because obviously, like Ben Affleck has said, he's not doing it anymore after Flash. So we can all kind of guess, and like especially. I I I didn't mind him. I just think that again, this, like Batman v Superman for me was such a letdown, and the story was just all over the show, and it didn't make sense. And then Justice League came out, where I was like, no, this is this is actually quite this is cool. So it's a shame that 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 stopped. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Winnie the Pooh. Oh, the classic yeah. film. <laughs> Animated. We'll talk about oh, it next yeah. week. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I won't. I won't say much. We'll talk, it was interesting. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. I, I need, yeah, if we can get some people on from Winnie the Pooh, I'd, I'd like that. Um, um, what, what else? What else? There was, there was, a, there was only like two more. Um, watched, um, oh, Underwater. Uh, me, me and yeah, Dad I like were, that. we were yeah. scroll, scrolling through and we saw Underwater. I'd heard a lot about it, that it was very Lovecraftian horror. Um, yeah. So gave that a watch. I thought that was a. I I thought I'd give it fifty fifty for everything I loved about it. I didn't like other stuff. Like I think yeah. some of the physics of being underwater, of just the amounts, the immense pressure that they have, and they're just like walking through, just like we're fine. It's like you you just yeah, that was the technology they were using though. Know, but, but that's the thing. Me and me and Sorry, Dad, they would, we, we were so debating this because we were like, for every scene that they explain it very well, like oh we're wearing these mechanical suits. There would be another scene where someone would get a teeny weeny little like disruption on their suit and implode, and it was like, "Well, these suits are shit, aren't they? Like, this doesn't yeah. work." Um, and then my last thing that I've been watching, which I have been loving, and I've watched it many a time, especially as a as a kid, I watched it all the time, and that's been Ned's Declassified oh, School yeah. Survival Guide. I watched I've the first, been... last episode, the first two episodes because the first yeah. two episodes are like ten minutes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, um, each. Uh, but yeah, I watched those too. I've uh, I've been rewatching all of them, and I, I I forget how much I love that show. Uh, what sparked it was Smosh put Smosh, up. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah, they put up a video with them, and I was like, 
God, you know what? I need to revisit it. And I will happily say my favorite character is Gordy, the, um, sure. which I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't realize that he did the voice in Team America. Oh, really? Uh, he does the voice of... Um, Fuck the, yeah! He does the... Yeah, the... the, the uh, what's his name? Spotswood. The guy who gets them all together. And he also yeah. does the voice of um, Cosmo from Fairly Your Parents. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, like, I, I was really surprised to learn all this. I was like, Jesus, he, he's yeah. crazy good at like, what he does. But that was another sort of um, a revelation I had at uni um, was when we were watching Walking Dead and we were watching it. We, oh, yes. we tend to watch it every week. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I can't remember what season it was. It must be like four, five, six or something. And yeah. there was a stage when um, I was a bit like, I think I recognize that one. Yeah. And I'm just like, and, and they said, oh, yeah, it's, it's Susie Crograss from Nestle <laughs> I was like, because <sighs> also she has like loads of sex scenes in, in, in Walking yeah. Dead. I'm just like, this is, this is really confusing. Because <laughs> it's just like, but, um, but yeah, I, I watched it too. And I was sort of amazed at like how um because obviously i mean we all know it's a kid's show but it, it it's weird how compact it is or how sort mm. of like how they have to get so much into like 10 minutes it's like it, it's really strange what especially after like doing a uni course or in yeah, film production yeah. and like you know being a film critic and stuff whatever it's just really it's, just, it's really strange and you sort of have to even if you don't find the jokes funny it's just admirable how they're able to yeah to like get so many things in together and it's so it's like a cartoon almost it's just well like, but i also great. i also find as well and this is not obviously like it's it's tongue-in-cheek and it's like mm. it's meant to be like oh it's just a comedy but yeah. i think what's very good about it re-watching it is ned's tips are not that bad mm. yeah, <laughs> like yeah, there yeah. are some where i'm like fuck i wish i had mm. this one well i did but i just didn't follow him <laughs> yeah but also on that on that i i i've also been listening to the to the podcast that they do and mm. they've sort of they they sort of go through every episode and as the three of them as adults now and it's again that's a really sort of surreal thing to watch but i tell you what i would not like to be a child actor it just no. it just sounds so horrific and it's just especially in that time when clearly there wasn't like probably like a lot of policies around like certain things that it allowed to do it just just sound like so much so much pressure for like you know 12 or 13 year olds it's just so awful but they but you know they, they seem happy and adjusted i guess i don't know. Well, and i my last note would just be on on it is that out of all of the cast um i've seen like and obviously when growing up i used to watch a lot of nickelodeon so you'd see you know obviously i think we all did like nickelodeon or like the disney channel or whatever oh, cartoon network, Ca cartoon network. Oh, um but yeah. ned i would see quite a lot <laughs> he would come up on like like um awards things but yeah. cook how it, he looks so different like when yeah. i was re-watching it the show like i had watched him on the smosh episode and i was just mm. like Christ alive! I was like, up, mate. yeah, I'm literally like you are he's not an what you used to man be. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's literally like built like a brick house. He's just yeah. comes on. I'm like, God damn, like cook, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's great. If if no one's obviously watched it, then I would recommend. It's a good, it's a very good show. But I think it's also really good because it's entertaining for adults as well. Like I remember as a kid and thinking, oh, I'm gonna rewatch these and think they're shit. What was it called? But I, 
Ned's declassified school survival. Group. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that your results were your results Absolutely were no idea. It was uh, very specific to our generation, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely. a moment in time. It was a moment yeah. in time. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of shows though were like Cartoon Network is another one. Like they had shows that were that you just don't get like uh, I know it wasn't Cartoon Network specifically, but like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh god, uh, yeah, that Cow yeah. and Chicken. <laughs> but there was also Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Laboratory. And I tell you what, I've recently I've been because sometimes I just go onto YouTube and just want something to like escape the world. I've been watching clips of Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and I tell you oh, what, God, yeah, that, is, that, that, that is a fucking funny show. Yeah, it's hilarious because I, I remember watching it as a kid, and my siblings who were a, a, a few years older than me were saying, "What are you watching this rubbish for? It's so." so bad and the animation is so bad but i watch it back now it's genuinely funny and really so fucking surreal and weird it's such a but weird show did, did um jess you've watched it as well haven't you yeah yeah does anyone though think like i love the show and it's obviously designed to be weird but if you re-watch that intro there is a bit to this day that has stumped me when he pulls the camera to him and he looks off camera and he like screams and pulls the camera back and then ed's got other ed like double d but like pulling him from his trousers <laughs> yeah, i don't know i i re-watch re the intro and you tell you tell me what's happening there because okay. <laughs> <laughs> i don't get it to this day i'm what i re-watch it and i go is that like when kev was a kid 65 million years ago there was no tv <laughs> no, <it> wasn't <clears throat> What did we do with ourselves? We played Conkers. Um, <laughs> we played Conkers? Well, I played yeah, Conkers. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Used oh, to go out. Used phones. to go out. We had to do something in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I, watched, I watched Hammer Horror and stuff when I was a kid. Not this bollocks. So, uh, <laughs> or, or Monkey Magic. Or Jamie's <laughs> Magic Torch. Or Carry On Films. That's what I fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> carry Ten On years Films. Old. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that stuff. So, anyway, can I play a trailer? Is it going to be possible? Do it. <laughs> so I want to get. Just, you know what? I want to get that part it. of the show where you know where we have a Bones trailer pick, and this is this is mine this week. So you might enjoy it. Oh, you bastards! Why are you torturing me like this? Why? So, is that okay, get in here. We got the boogeyman. Sleep with all these lights. What are you scared of? Oh, I, that, I think I've seen it. Is that the girl from um, the Haunting of Hill House? I don't okay. think so. No. Oh, it looks like her. Oh, I'm absolutely buzzing. I recognize the guy. I recognize the actor. It's a Stephen King short story. What is that? It's a light, oh. isn't it? It's a nightlight. Oh, that's it's dangerous, a... though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. This is a this is a good trailer. Leave the room. Yeah, just go. Just Throw go. the ball at it. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, nice shot. Cool. Good shot. How is it not lighting the whole of the under the bed? It's a light. That's not how it yeah. works in film, Larry. Just uh, that's, uh, she did exactly what I did. Oh dear. I didn't there we go. Didn't see shit. Something there. happened. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm really looking forward to this. This is coming out 
think in the next week or two. I will be going to the cinema to see it without a doubt. Um, yeah, it's getting, what the story could be. Review. Have you read the? Have you read the story? Yeah, it's a very, very short story, just about a right. girl and is a, a boogeyman in her bedroom, basically. You know what it is. It, that Stephen King writes two pages, and mm. the screenwriter writes a hundred, um, <laughs> and, and it gets added on. A bit like Black Phone, really. Or that's not it. That was his son, though, wasn't it? Black Phone. Yeah. I think. Oh, so. um, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a yeah. lot of Stephen King short stories that have been turned into films. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one, and I thought I wanted to show you the trailer because that beginning part was, was pretty good. That's probably the best bit in the film, I expect. Um, <laughs> that's good. Um, the other thing I just wanted to touch upon Ari Aster's new film is that soon? Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Is that I comes out, I think it's in, it's the end of May or mid May, so, I think it's the 19th of May. Um, I've seen some trailers and part, and it looks really good. I will play the trailer on here at some point, but I didn't know if it, it was like in a couple of weeks. Or I know there's been screenings of it. Yeah, well, there, well, there was. Uh, yeah, well, it was on uh, April Fool's Day, where audiences were expecting to see um, the Midsummer director's cut. I think it's, it's in a cinema in Brooklyn, and um, it was a trick, and it, they were actually showed um, Bo is Afraid, which is his new. See, so you, you and. You once told me specifically that if there's a show in, I mean, I'm first on the list, so I, oh yeah, can't yeah. wait, can't wait, you know, just waiting uh, for that message, you know, uh, yeah, sure, can't wait. I'll, 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 make sure, I'll make sure I do that, but I can't because it's like the thing with Ariasta, I it's getting to me now, like, I, I he tend he often makes films that I just it just capture my psychology it's, it's really it's, it's a really strange thing and watching the trailer for Bo is afraid i'm just like oh god a, a lot a, there's a lot of me in this just afraid to leave the flat and it's just yeah. like all oh, the house whatever and i'm just like oh god this is just i mean it's and it's three hours long so it's going to oh. be like an extended anxiety attack i reckon but it was mm. just and i and from reactions um it was it was funny because um there was a q a afterwards with ariasta and um, emma stone who wasn't involved with the film but she was just there and Emma Stone, the first question she asked was, "Are you okay?" Because <laughs> I think everyone everyone was so like baffled afterwards. And I think it looks to be like one of those films that's sort of like you know weighs on your head after after leaving cinema. Apparently, Joaquin Phoenix is just 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 uh, apparently yeah. is a really good well, role, he, and apparently he fainted on set, um, which is a bit weird. But, he, um, he's in talk. He's in talks to do another film with Ari Aster, isn't he? Now, really? Because Ari, yeah, Ari Aster. I, I'd have to look it up again, but I know Ari Aster's basically said like, "I loved working with you. Let's let's maybe do something." But it, the, what I read of what he wants to do next, I'm like, ah, oh, I, I, I'm already excited for this film. Don't get me hyped already for another film because he's such a good director. Mm. Quick question. Oh, on these long films, like three hours, should should they incorporate like a piss break? You know what I mean? A, like um, an interval, or like you would get in a theatre? Because these films are getting longer and longer at times. Mm. I mean, it's similar with um, uh, Killer of the uh, Martin Scorsese's new film, Killer of the, Mal, uh, the Flower Moon, is it's reported to be four hours long, which is a strange. Um, I can't sit through four yeah. hours without wanting to go towards it. I I, I well, think if it's four, I think if it's we'll four hours. Cool. I, yeah. I think if it's four hours or longer, I would agree. I think then you should be able to have it, even if it's just 15 minutes, to be like, oh, you know, right in the middle. But I think three hours, like, if you can build yourself up to I'm that. busting sort of by thing. three hours, honestly. Especially if I'm drinking pints at the back. <laughs> mm. 
I think it always it, I think it always That's, depends yeah. on what kind of film you're watching and whether you're yeah. interested in it or not. Because often your attention, I mean, at least at my, at my age, I mean, I, I'm often terrified at 27 of needing the toilet mm. in the middle of a film. But it's sort of, mm. it's it's quite easy to sort of, if you're swept yeah, up and yeah. like like in um, like interesting. I mean, John Wick Chapter Four, um, that was yeah. about three hours long, and I was dreading it actually because I didn't really think two and three were all that good. But four, John Wick Four, was just three hours long, but it's so good that you're just like really good. just like Brilliant. invested in the whole thing. But yeah. I have uh, one last question, oh. genuinely, for everyone. Can we please go and see mm-hmm. Evil Dead Rise all together? Yeah, I think it'd be amazing. I, yeah. I, I have heard so many good things. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> you, you, you have to come. Come on, you have to. I couldn't even watch a trailer though. Yeah, I, I the reason I, because I got really worried after the re- reimagining because I thought that one was really good. And then when I heard they were doing another one, I was like, they, there were so many rumors before it even went into production of what it was going to well. be. Yeah, no, one. I've heard, I've heard that yeah. now. Like they're going to try and do, like, continue it with changing all the characters. But this, when I saw the trailer and I saw the young, you know, like the red band trailer, I thought this is this looks great. But then the reviews for it that are coming out are literally like, oh my god, like it, how how well it's been done. And so I think it's something that we should all go see. Well. Well, I'd definitely be going to see it, and I would, yeah, it'd be great if we could all watch it. But I'll hide behind my popcorn. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was it. So next episode, two weeks time. We won't leave it a month again. Hopefully not. Anyway, so Dan's put down the Loved Ones, two thousand nine. I don't know that. I don't think I've seen it. I may have done. I don't think I have. So that'd be Dan's hot pick. Um, our episode one hundred three will. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey um, and I may be able to get some people from the film on, hopefully um, to have a chat with us which may not be the best thing actually, Larry um, <laughs> I don't know I don't know I can't, I can't wait <laughs> oh, uh, it's the most entertaining thing I've watched this year, I think I had a lot of fun with it. So, Jess, you need to watch it. Yeah, I will. Okay. And you, and I think you're going to yeah. love it. Sure. So, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's the Bones Horror Pod. Email us, boneshorrorpod at gmail.com. I have, I am setting up a website at some point soon. So, we'll be able to put all our episodes on and anything else Larry or you and whoever wants to put on there. Um, the showcase what we have I well i heard that du- so, uh, i heard i heard that i heard that douglas is only gonna uh premiere on the website so yes you know if you uh so, if you like listening to what we do and you like that then you're gonna have to go there to watch it it's a bones Bone. original so it's bones it and, and the website will be boneshorror.com i think um so yeah so i will get that set up soon when i get five minutes or five days wherever it takes so, yeah, we'll see you all next, well, in two weeks' time with uh, Winnie the Pooh. See you later on. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
cheese.